Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everything Is We, where we are your host. I'm Cameron. This is my wife, Victoria. Let's get it started. Well, guys, we switched the uh, we switched the setup back. A couple people made some valid points, and I agreed that this is a cleaner look. A cleaner setup. Um, I'm going to miss looking at you, though. I'm looking at you. I'm staring at your eyes here. No, it's not the same. You're so big and beautiful. Anyways. And, uh, you know, we had some good good feedback on the last video, on the last couple videos. You guys were really enjoying the, the game that we did. And then we switched it up and got real serious on y'all. <laughs> And today, I think we're also going to get serious again. Not serious per se. We're just going to have a conversation. Okay, we're going to have a conversation. A semi-serious conversation. (laughs) And I'm going to let my lovely wife go ahead and let the people know what we are going to delve into on tonight. This topic is sparked by a drama that we saw, but it kind of brought up conversation that I feel like maybe we should talk about. Um, But most of you all, if you are in the Christian space, most of you all know about the Chandler Moore situation. It's really not even a situation. Basically, you don't even have to know who Chandler Moore is. Basically, some Christian people at they wed and posted pictures. He posted a picture of, it wasn't even a picture, it's a boomerang of what seems to be his now wife throwing it back on him. <laughs> um, she was in the twerk stance, if you will. Um, uh, throwing it in a prayer circle, as Kev said, um, so eloquently. And uh, this was at their wedding. and At their wedding. At their wedding. Um, they are a married couple. I just want to reemphasize that. They're a married couple. And they were dancing as if that's what he, they were even doing. It's a boomerang, so it probably wasn't even them dancing. But we're not even going to get to that point. Basically, people were upset. They were up in arms. It was a whole thing for like two, three days where people were like literally. And it's still a thing. It's Okay, it's still a thing where people are literally like. I mean, throwing all kinds of scriptures at them. Um, some people were saying very mean and uh, like malicious things, like wishing them death and things like that. For for what? And I'm so confused. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because this is something that I've experienced with the internet um, before um, in my own personal life. But also, I've seen a lot of people go through things like this as well. Um, It's just one of those things where like the internet and church meet and people just blow things way out of proportion. Um, As a preacher's kid, I've, I, I know this all too well and uh, it really like annoyed me because I'm like, first of all, this is so like, this is not even, this is so it's the situation is not even a situation. That's why it really irritated me. It's like, there are so many other things for us to be upset about. 
And y'all mad because his wife put her booty on him. That's really that's really what the picture is. Now, I would like to say that I feel like the 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 real issue is not even that, but we're not going to even get into that at this point because that's not what we want this video to be about. But if they were both black, this wouldn't be a problem. However, um, it could still be it, it. Issues like this have come up with, you know, our community as well. So it's not just the fact that she's white and he's black. But it, I mean, Christian community in general is just very like combative about these kind of things. Um, and it, for whatever reason. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this, not just that particular instance, but just in general, um, like, I guess people were bringing up the fact that it could be that the image could be, or could cause them to be a stumbling block for whatever, however that, and then, and I don't know how a married couple could be a stumbling block, but also, but also this issue kind of like is one of those it's, it fits into the category of like, when should you keep things private or when things should be shared and when they shouldn't be shared and if it's appropriate to share certain things and that kind of thing. Okay. So that's what we were going to talk about today because I just feel like, it needs to be addressed. Number one, I wanted to address the fact that we don't, it's not often that we see Christian couples actually living their life. And one of the reasons why me and Cam do what we do is to show people that you can live your life, um, number one. So obviously we don't think, well, I don't think that what they posted was an issue. But at the same time, I also wanted to reiterate that PDA is okay because <laughs> because I feel like I shouldn't even have to have this conversation, but somebody needs to hear this. Like to me, it just feels like we get so used to people like married couples in the Christian community. We get so used to them being just like sitting like this, not touching. And the Lord loves when we have sex, but we never see anything that shows that y'all have been intimate ever like you don't you barely hug <laughs> like you know what I mean and so then that is I feel like one of the reasons why we as a community struggle with just being affectionate in the first place like they just expect us to just like know how to act and what to do even though we've been told not to have sex all our lives. And then like the minute we show any type of affection, well, you can't do that either. Okay. Well, what can we do? But what can we do? What can we do? Cause I'm like, I want to touch on my husband. I'm going to, I'm going to touch him. Let me listen. I'm going to touch on my husband. I'm going to put my booty on him in public and in private and it's going to happen. So if that offends you, I'm sorry, but I mean, my booty belongs to him. <laughs> I think that's, and that's, those are great points. Because, okay, like I was some for, I was reading the comments, you know, just trying to figure out where people's head was at. And they're like, oh, that's inappropriate. What if kids saw this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, growing up, like my parents were affectionate in front of me 
Like my dad grabbed my mom booty all the time in front of me and I'd be like, ew, gross. But like at the same time, I appreciate that because then it let me know that when you're married, that's that's what you do. It's his wife. It's his wife. Like at the end of the day, like he she was his wife before a little bit before I was born. So, I, I mean, he he was there first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't it's like they and when you move out the house and all the kids going out the house. It's still going to be them too. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like it wasn't, to me, that's not inappropriate for him to touch my mom in front of me. Like, I mean, that may have been gross to me at the time. But at the same time, when I get married, I'm going to expect that from my husband because that's what I saw. So, like, if you see it in, like, a healthy, I feel like, in a healthy way where, you know, obviously they wasn't naked. But at the same time, like. It just, it is what it is. I don't under, I didn't, I didn't understand the hoopla. It just irritated me. I'm no, like, it, it, it really, if Chandler wasn't who he is now. Like if he didn't, and that's. Nobody what, would care. Nobody would care. But that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up because it's like, it only happens to people who are in the public eye in some capacity. Um, and I had a friend who was. Did you see China's story? Um, I, I know somebody who was like going on this kind of rant, if you will, in her stories talking about how people in the public eye, like we just, and I say we, cause we are in the public eye, obviously um, people in the public eye, especially in the Christian community, people are always going to scrutinize us no matter what. It's like, we can't do anything without somebody saying something negative or like trying to make it seem like we aren't doing it right or not, living up to are we not saved or we're we not living up to the expectations that they have for us like it's the expect it's not the expectations that god has for us it's the expectations that humans have for us and it's like that is i mean it's kind of not fair but at the same time and i don't i don't like when people use this terminology because it irritates that irritates me too because i didn't really choose to be in the public eye like it was an accident um so i don't like when people say this but people be like it comes with the territory like you signed up for this. Like, first of all, I didn't sign up for anything, but it does come with the territory because you are in the public eye. So obviously everything you do, everything you do, people's going to like, they're going to judge you and like, you know, pick apart everything you do. It doesn't matter if you're the most holy, saintly person or if you, I mean, it's working wife. I mean, it just, it, it doesn't matter. But like, that's what I feel like was the issue at hand that I saw is like people because you're in the public or because you're in the public space, people can feel like they can speak on your life, however they please. And I get it. It's one thing to like say, okay, this is not appropriate, but like, I mean, people are going to do that, but then like to threaten somebody because you don't agree with something they did is a whole different ball game. And that's when it gets like, like really irritating. It's like you, you don't have to say anything but if you do say something, you're choosing to threaten me because I didn't do something right in your eyes. Like that to me is out of order, out of pocket, completely out of pocket. Like I'm sure they didn't post pictures from their wedding day thinking people were going to be threatening their lives because <laughs> because she was threatening their lives, on cursing their marriage, like, cursing them, like literal, like not like, like literally speaking word curses over their yeah, marriage and, and their lives and their ministry 
and his ministry That's and their children and their lineage. And I'm just like, bro, are you, bro, are we, are we that stupid? <laughs> it needs to be said, honestly, because people feel are we like, that, are we that stupid? Are we that mean? Are we that cruel? Are we that inhumane to, to the point where we look at, uh, for lack of a better term, Christian influencers, you have See, a person whose heart is pure and they're they're writing these songs that are changing people's lives and they're reaching nations and countries that other people have not been able to reach because God is using them. And then the young man gets married and now you want to speak word curses over him. And then let's go all the way there because I can breathe out my nose a little bit better. Let's go all the way there. Now you have white Christians or okay. so-called Christians who are upset that Chandler Moore, who is a black man, is married to a white woman and a white woman was so-called what they call twerking on him. <laughs> I don't even want to get into because. I don't even want to get into who we he is, ha- we who have he is to, as a person and we, all of that. Because no, we don't have that, to do that. That's not but that's we not have the point to, I'm trying we to We have to get to the real of it because there are very influential Christian leaders who were saying very damaging and damning things to this young couple. Like Chandler Moore is still a young man. He's like 26, 27 years old. There is so much negativity going on in the world that we don't need any more of it. No. Now, if you want to correct somebody or you feel like God put it on your heart to correct somebody, I want you to pray about it 17 times. And if God is and still impressing then, upon it, if you still believe that is God, then you do that in private. In but private. everybody wants to do everything in public so that they can seem like they have this great anointing and this great mantle to correct people and to bring correction to people's house. Oh, yeah, we correct people's house. We, we, we chastise over here. This is what we do. Over no, you're mean. You're rude. And this is why people don't want to go to church because they see the foolishness that goes on as opposed to seeing the people who really have a heart for God's people and who truly have a, a, a pure heart and pure motives to deliver the word or or song or worship to God's people. This is this is the problem. This is the problem. This is the issue, right? And then they're twisting and and misquoting and misinterpreting scriptures so that it can fit the narrative that they want it to fit. And God don't like that. That's ugly. That's mean. That's rude. That's disgusting. You are being evil. How then can you be a Christian if you hate your brother? If you mad that a young man has found love. <laughs> he found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> He's found love. We sing songs, it doesn't matter what color you are as long as your blood is red, but we don't we don't truly believe it. And that goes both ways cuz black people do it too. Listen, we be we be mad. Same, when, yeah. We be mad when white, There was another young black young men man marry white women too, so. Yep, there was another young man he posted today. He posted today on his Instagram. He, man, he's in love. And the black women was going off on him because it's a it's a white lady. They don't know how nice she is. They don't know if she's filled with the spirit. They don't know if she can call down 10,000 <laughs> angels uh, by speaking in tongues. They don't know her prayer life. They don't know anything about her. But they are going in on this young man. Because they believe, how can you be a Christian and you see all these black Christian women that aren't getting married? Why is it his fault? It's not his fault. 
in, in America, we have literally drunk our own Kool-Aid. We've drunk our own Kool-Aid. And we think, you know, so many of us think that our way is, is the right way. And this is why I was thinking about this earlier today when I was listening to the previous podcast. Some people were saying things like, oh, there's no blueprint, blah, blah, blah. And this is why you just got to do what you got to do. No, 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 no. There is a blueprint. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. There is a blueprint and it's God's way. The reason why my wife and I have the loving and, and you know, semi-successful marriage that we do have. I'm, and I say semi because we only been in the game for seven years, but we love each other. We love God. And that's it. We are doing our absolute best to honor God with our lives. We serve in our local church. We are giving to our local church. We pour into others. We try to showcase the love of God to others. And we genuinely love each other, as you all talk about every week. So that's the blueprint, us following what God says we should do. And that's why my parents have had a successful marriage. Has it always been easy? No. That's why her parents have had a successful marriage. Has it always been easy? No. Do they do everything right? No. But they go back to the blueprint. Let's go back to the drawing board. Just like in, a, in, in sports, right now the playoffs are going on. When the team isn't following the blueprint, the coach, timeout, come, come in the huddle. Y'all, we are not following the game plan. And that's what God does to us sometimes. Listen, hold, hold on. Hold on. That's why God will impress upon your heart. You need to fast. You need to shut this off. You need to take this out. You need to do this because you have gone astray from the game plan, the blueprint. And when marriages go outside of the blueprint, that's when they experience unnecessary trouble and unnecessary heartache and unnecessary pain and unnecessary challenges. Challenges are a part of life. But when you just got stuff, the silly stuff that's just happening, you didn't lost the blueprint. So there is a blueprint distracted as well. There is a way to do what God has ordained for us to do. Be fruitful, multiply, let them have dominion. Uh, I don't, I'm done. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was going to say anymore because you just preached. I just wanted to have a discussion about posting stuff on the internet. And it's like, it, it's so sad. It really is. It's it's so sad to me because we literally are so quick to say that people are free to do this and free to do that, except when they actually feel free to do it. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't, man. You can't do that. Oh, no, 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 no. And it goes back to the public figure thing. It's like, a stumbling block? Are you kidding me? When you, when you... I feel like my mom. <laughs> when you are talking about public figures, it's like you don't... Public figures don't get that freedom. People don't give it to... People don't let them have that freedom. It doesn't matter what, what sphere of influence you're in, whether you're a celebrity, you know, whether you're, you know, a public figure in the music industry, in church, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. If people know who you are... It, you're going to be scrutinized 
you're going to be crucified about something at some point. There's going to be something where everybody's basically just going to be like, oh, you got to die because you did this. It could be nothing at all. It could be the smallest thing. And, I mean, they're just going to pick you apart. That's how it is when you're up in the public eye. But it's like, okay, it's different when you try to say that there's a standard but that standard isn't necessarily God's standard. It's kind of like a human standard that I'm not really sure how to follow that standard because it changes based on what, where you grew up and where you live. And I don't, I don't know. It's like these cultural standards that we make that really confuse me um, because I don't, my Bible don't say nothing about twerking wives. It don't, it don't say nothing about that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it does. But here's the thing, though, man. I don't think it does. And there's a lot of things. It's his. It's, it's, their, it's, it's their Instagram. They didn't post. I'm about to be graphic. They didn't post a sex tape. No, they didn't. But that's how people are making it seem. But this is what I'm saying. People blow things up. They blow things out of proportion. But what I what I wanted to. I didn't want to just talk about them. Um, Let me say this before you before you move on. Because I don't I don't like talking about people. Here's the thing, Skip. Don't be scared. We have, you kind of touched on, touched on it earlier, have allowed the world to take so much that we've allowed them to define certain things. We allow them to define what sexy is, what modest is, what safe is, what unsafe is, what. Yeah, that's true. You know, you I mean, have it. y'all read the song of Solomon? <laughs> you name it, right? Song Solomon nasty. These Christians will watch so many foul things and and not say anything. But the moment that two believers who are unified by the sanctity of marriage showcase some kind of sexual affection. There is a uncanny uproar of disapproval. And I'm like, don't y'all do know that God designed sex for marriage, right? And like, don't so, y'all want them to? So the main people that should be showcasing sexiness should be the married folks, right? I mean, if it if it ain't, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I mean, we should see healthy examples of Christian people showcasing healthy affection publicly. We should PDA PDA because, like you said, too many times we didn't see the prophetess and the bishop or the man of God or the prophet up there with their their garb on and their robes and their collars and their chains and they speak in an unknown language and they speak christianese and it's like don't nobody understand what you're talking about and when you get off that pulpit if you keep talking like that i'm never coming back to your church (laughs) and the the first lady and the man of god they they have this aura about them like they're this regal these regal beings that that don't touch each other Ever. 
And then, like you said, we supposed to sit down and and get counseling from you. Well, I I don't. Well, I don't know. I ain't never seen you love on your wife in public. I, so I don't. I what you're saying is not helping me. <laughs> you give your own husband church hugs. I'm <laughs> not the church hug, not the side hug. Listen. So now the moment that believers. People who are in marriage showcase that they actually really like each other and there is some healthy sexual tension there. Oh, that's a stumbling block. How? Well, it encourages people who aren't married to be sexually. Well, delete, uh, delete all your social media. You shouldn't have a phone. If that's the case, <laughs> you shouldn't have, you shouldn't, inst- you shouldn't have you social have media. If that's the case, you can't have internet. You shouldn't have YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram, Safari, Google Chrome. You should, you should not be uh, connected to the world period. Throw your TV out. Actually give me your TV. <laughs> give me all your devices. Yeah. Because you, you just, it's out there. Like, it's not like, it's not like we're reinventing the wheel here. Like, and it's not, Anyway, it's not like they were doing anything inappropriate, but okay. They weren't. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. All I know is if that if that offended you or if that was inappropriate to you, just go ahead and unfollow me because I grab Cam's booty every chance I get and I'm 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 putting I'm putting my I'm putting it on him. I'm putting it on him in the photos, in the videos, in the <laughs> it's happening. It's but, get, but but guess Twerking what you could do matter. though. Guess what people could do if they see something. They could just from, unfollow from somebody unfollow. that they really love. You could just and unfollow. They love. They worship and so on and so forth. You could just unfollow, or you could just. I'm about to show you. This is about to bless you. Boom, my Instagram. Say say you don't like this. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> This keeps you, don't don't go in the comments. Don't don't do that. I can't believe he wore a suit. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna delete it. Because I don't care. Yes. Just keep scrolling. We have to change this this guys. We have to change this culture of the only time we talk about church folk is when somebody did something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or like always trying to find something wrong. Or always talking about like we gotta change this, y'all. We gotta change this because it's Let's not healthy. Let's change it. It's not healthy. It ain't healthy. And you know, to me, it's sad because like I don't never really. I mean, I used to. I used to get a lot of comments of people like questioning my ways of le- living life because I'm living my life. I'm living it. I'm living. Okay. Um, but I've had people question me, and it's more so in like a very like backhanded, condescending way. Like people always ask me like how my church feels about certain things I post or like the way that I dress. How do they feel about how I dress? How do they feel about my hair colors? How do they feel about um, like, you know, I, I work with alcohol brands. How do they feel about me posting alcohol or even knowing that I drink alcohol like every now and then, like, like I just be out here sloppy drunk, which I never am. But um, just things like that. Or people ask me, well, how do you feel about Cam's tattoos? Or how do you feel about, um, or what do you, you, what do you think about, about something that you've known for what do you think about tattoos? from the day that we met? What do you think about um, people who, I don't know, 
just think of something that you feel like is a sin and then insert that into how do you feel about that like to me to me it comes off as like you're trying to see if man Manny said something that was that was basically basically you're saying you think it's wrong that to me what I get from it either you think it's wrong and you want me to like defend myself basically or you're asking because you're genuinely you genuinely want to know if it's wrong because people have made it people have made a lot of things like condemned like you're condemned like you're going to hell if you do those things um and there's a lot of there's a lot of gray okay and what i feel like is number one if we all had a good relationship with god we would be able to the holy spirit would tell us what we did what we should and should not do there's a lot of things that it's really up to you to make the decision on whether or not you're going to do it because it's based on your own convictions and your own experiences. So like certain things that I do, you may not be able to do, but that don't mean that you got to be mad at me because I do it and you don't, you know what I mean? Can I, can I interject? Manny, my brother, Manny Arango, he's amazing. If you want to learn more about the Bible, I'm plugging them. This is a free plug. This is my brother. You need to register for ARMA courses. Yes, A-R-M-A, ARMA courses. Okay. Go to his Instagram, Manny Arango, M-A-N-N-Y-A-R-A-N-G-O. Manny Arango, he's amazing. He's a Bible nerd, but he loves God, and he's a real human being. He's a real person, okay? He said something that was so powerful some months ago, but he'd been posting it again. And people were asking if things are, like, is that a sin or is that that? And he said this. Asking whether something is sinful is a huge red flag and an immediate sign of spiritual immaturity. Basing your decision on whether or not it is sinful should be a rare occurrence for all of us. Mature Christians don't ask, is it is that a sin? Is that sinful? Well, what is what does your husband think about the way you do this? Is that what? Well, what? Because deep down, you're trying to decide like what you're going to do. Exactly. And basing your decisions off what another human being does, as opposed to what God, the, the says? functioning of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you, <laughs> spiritual immaturity, signs of spiritual immaturity, blaming the devil instead of taking responsibility, taking responsibility for your failures, creating spiritual solutions to problems that aren't spiritual. Me twerking on my husband is not That's spiritual. Not, thank you. I got nothing to do. Claiming to love God, but not loving others or claiming to obey God, but not or claiming to obey God, but not others or claiming to serve God, but not others or praise God, but not others. Emphasizing morals over character. Man looks on the outside. God looks at your heart. Are you the morality police or are you trying to help people develop character? It's very true. And I feel like we tend to lump, we tend to lump certain things into one category. It's like black and white instead of there being nuances. So like people will see some people see a married couple being sexual and say, well, that's wrong because because sex is bad when you can see it you know what i mean so like because sex because sex outside of marriage is is considered sinful we have made that such a 
touchy subject. It's like any sex at all is bad. When you see it, it's bad. So like even a married couple talking about sex seems wrong to you. The thing that we talk about, the thing that we're talking about is not the problem. It's people abuse of the thing that's the problem. So then people, because they've seen things abused or used incorrectly or done incorrectly, then they see they feel like if somebody who's not doing anything wrong, if they do that too, then they're also falling into the category of abusing and misusing, right? It's like how people assume that because being drunk is a sin, that means you can't drink at all, which is not, that's not what the Bible says. They drank wine in the Bible. They drank wine in the Bible. FYI. Eating and drinking and being merry, but okay. They be feasting. They was feasting and drinking. What you mean? Festival but, of feast. But, but because the Bible talks feast about being sober minded and not being drunk and not, a, not abusing. Be not drunken. Not abusing wine. it. Everything in moderation. Then that means moderation. Yes, everything in moderation. But because that's not preached, moderation is not preached. It's just, every. it's all a sin. It's just bad. Don't do it at all. So then you grow up thinking, well, I can't do it at all. And then when you see other Christians that do drink or do it in moderation and it's fine, then you'd be like, oh, well, I don't, what, I'm confused now. So then now you got to ask, well, what do you think about this? You got to ask somebody's opinion because you want to figure out what, how, what you taught was wrong or not. You know what I mean? So then you lash out because of what you experienced growing up, but that may not even be the truth. You have to be, my dad says this all the time. You have to be persuaded in your, your own mind. mind, in your own mind. Now, and if, if drinking is going to be a stumbling block and it's going to cause you to sin, then don't, then don't, then don't do have it. a drink. Then don't do it. Like if, if twerking like, on your husband is going to cause you to be a stumbling block and you're going to cheat on your husband because you twerked on your same husband, then maybe you... <laughs> or be, or if you see somebody twerking and that makes you want to go out and twerk on somebody else that ain't your husband, then yeah, you maybe you shouldn't be on social media then, like he said. Like you have to... It And this is what, this is what I wanted to you talk about. A, because you need a flip phone. This is what I want to talk about because at what point do we have to live... Like why do I... I, why do I, as a public figure, as somebody who is in the public eye, as a PK and a preacher's wife, why do I have to hide literally everything that I would do normally in public without shame? Why would I have? Why should I have to hide that? Because other people don't have their own self control. Like obviously, I'm not gonna post myself sloppy drunk on Instagram because number one, I don't get sloppy drunk. Number two. That would be foul and out of order, obviously. I'm not going to post myself throwing it in a circle at, at all. But if I post a picture and my booty so happens to be on my husband, I mean, it happened. D Does that make sense? You said everything great. I <laughs> That's uh, not the right wrong one. Button. That's not the right one. That's not the right one. But, but this, is, this, is what, this is what I wanted to discuss, just because I feel like people don't, People lump everything together. They lump everything together and then they go based on their own expectations of how something should look or be done based on what they would do. Anyways, I don't think that's fair. Um, so I just I just want to talk about it because y'all may see pictures of me with my booty or my husband. And I don't want y'all to be like, well, she ain't say. It's just at the end of the day, you have to be persuaded in your own mind, number one. And number two, please stop threatening folk. I know none of y'all was doing this because my followers don't do that. 
My followers don't. We cursing people. I man. weed out the the people that ain't. That I mean, ain't. they cursed this man's marriage. They spoke evil of his potential children that he may have with them. Doctor Martin spoke Luther King said, "Evil on his seed." Are you? Do people know? Darkness cannot drive out darkness. And these were people that were in ministry with high positions. You gonna have to answer to that. Dark, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only love can do that. Only me putting my booty on my husband can drive out the darkness. <laughs> so listen, I wanted to say this. Shout out to all young men and women who are married, who are loving God the best they can, who are trying to be a living example like Matthew five sixteen. Uh, uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify our Father in heaven. Shout out to all of you that are doing that. They're putting your hands to the plow that are making sure that you aren't a stumbling block in real life. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He was like, man, we need more people like you and, and we need more people like you. And like he was like, we were just talking back and forth in the DMs. He's like, man, it's like ridiculous. He was like, it's so many people out here that are actually doing great stuff, but we want to focus on things that don't even matter. And so in the grand scheme, man, of let's, things. let's keep the main thing. My father-in-law's let's keep the main thing, the main thing. Right. Right. Let's keep and the I, main thing, the main thing. And I, and I, I really feel for them because my, our goal, like I said, our goal has always been to like exemplify like a healthy young marriage where like, we are still real people. Like I don't ever want to get to a point where y'all put me on a pet, me and Cam on a pedestal and say like, they're the, the, grand like the king and queen of social media christian because we haven't done everything right no we're not going to do everything right because we've don't we've made mistakes to. and we've messed up and we've we've posted things that we probably shouldn't have posted and we've Maybe. gone places that we shouldn't have necessarily was it a sin no but should we have let uh, a, a large group of people know that maybe not so maybe not i mean there's things that we you all have to grow into and yes. you have to have, you know, those uncomfortable conversations with people that truly love you and are willing to correct you or talk to you about what they saw in private as opposed to getting on your social media and Blasting trying to you for it. Look, look grand. Right. Right. So shout out to the real people that's in your life that will really hold you accountable, that really love you in real life and not doing stuff just for clout on social media. Facts. Social media is a dope tool, but once you start taking social media over, you know, what's real. It's dangerous, man. It's, 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 it's no And I, honestly, truly, I've, ex I've experienced more hate. And I feel like a lot of people, because obviously mo a lot of people grow up in churches and in church arenas where they have been hurt and um, people have done them wrong. And I understand that. Totally get it. I've seen it before. You know, I, I know how that goes. But I feel like people also tend to project their church hurt onto others. Um, sometimes they do it unknowingly. And, like, we have to heal from those things so we don't continue to perpetuate that stigma of church people being mean and judgmental and mean-spirited and all of that. Like, we can't continue that. If we're, if we're going to change it, if you've been hurt by that, don't become like that and then in turn hurt other people based on your own experiences, right? So you can't like be like holding people to these unrealistic standards because somebody did that to you, not even knowing how that affects that person. Um, so yeah, 
But we'll probably talk about this more when you do your PK segment. Yep, we are setting up the PK segment. I already got my guests on deck. Uh, we may do one of them on this channel, and then I'm probably going to push a lot of that stuff on my personal channel because I just feel like... We don't want this to be a podcast yeah. just about church. <laughs> and I feel like, I, I feel like, like literally, I was talking to my dad about this when we were on vacation. I feel like I have... I have a heart for PKs and I feel like my heart for wanting to help PKs that have experienced church hurt more than people could ever imagine, you know, that it may be, you know, it may blossom into some kind of ministry or yeah. I don't, I don't know. Because honestly, this kind of stuff is very like daunting, like seeing if you, if you were like, if you were a preacher's kid or something and you're maybe on the fence about, you know, trying to get back into helping your church out and blah, blah, blah. And you saw something like that. It, to me, that would make me not want to go to church anymore. This is so crazy. Like it, it, me personally, I know me and how my brain thinks had I not met cam, I would not, I, 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 before I met cam, I didn't, I didn't want to go to church for this very reason because of the unrealistic expectations that people had put on me. And the, like, to me, that pressure was too much. And I'm like, I can't handle that by myself. And I'm uh, I'm going to ministry mode now. I feel, I literally just had this feeling that Hannah and, and Chandler, they're both PKs. They felt what we felt before. They've, what, I'm sure what they're, all PKs what they're experiencing right now is just things that we all as PKs have experienced on a smaller scale. They're just experiencing it on a larger scale times a million. Like I literally felt that, that when you start I've, saying that, like I felt that for them. I felt that countless times, countless. It's unfortunate. That's why I said it's unfortunate because it it's not only gives Christians a bad rep and you know, the world looking at us like, wow, they don't have it together. Um, but I mean, it also makes it harder for us to literally just exist. Yep. So, so hey, that's all I got. Um, let's let's give let's give everybody a round of applause. <laughs> Next time you're gonna have labels, so you know. Exactly I know. What I that yeah. is. Okay. Once again, we appreciate you guys' support. Showing up week in, week out, day in, day out. Listen, I need y'all to do me a favor. I need you to evangelize, okay? Y'all do a fairly solid job, but it's a lot of you that watch. If you could just share, all right? Just share it with somebody. You sit at home on the couch all day anyhow. You might as well share this with one of your friends. All right? ICDC College. <laughs> Call Everest today. Um, but no. Give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button if you're watching on YouTube. I know I know at least over 5,000 of you are going to watch. So let's go ahead and get the video to 2,000 likes. It's easy. It's nothing. Just hit the like button. Boom. That's all you got to do. They're not going to do it. Even if you don't want to comment, just hit the like. Just hit the button. Push the button. Push the button. That's all you got to do. Listen. Subscribe to our Patreon page. Do that. ASAP. All right. Yes, because we want to start. I want to start um, like doing You've this been saying live. this every week. I want to start doing this live. But we're going to do it. Do y'all see how good the setup looks today, though? 
we we created or I created a little bit more separation from the backdrop. So it's it's looking good. My wife over here looking good. She got my my favorite color on. She got this orange on skin looking all luscious. Mm-hmm. You know, God is good. We listen. I'm not even watching the playoffs right now. And the playoffs are on. The TV's not on. I, st- I thought about turning it on, but I was like, no. I want to give my undivided attention to my wife so and to rant. what we're doing. Because <laughs> I really felt this in my feeler. All right? Anybody else that's out there that's dealing with stuff like this, we're praying for you. Okay, just one, more, just one more plug. Listen. Okay. But, yeah, that's all I got. Appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Peace. We out. Anything, anything else you got? Peace. We out. Let's go. Dun, dun. Not that music. Oh, let me remember to edit that out. That's ugly.